When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome in. Oh, I just hit this thing so hard. Welcome in to the Oh No Disc Golf Podcast. It's your boy, it's Kyle. Trashman, the hack, you know, just a few things to name a few. Well, no, that's a couple things to name a couple. Nope. All right, moving on. This is a show that we do weekly, at least every Wednesday. We talk about disc golf. By we, I'm talking about me. My name is Kyle, and my best friend in the entire world, Mr. Eric Wolverton. Did you uh, say the name of the podcast? 80% sure. Okay. Cool. Oh, no. <laughs> Disc Golf Podcast. Welcome. This is episode 55, and we are the most professional show you've ever listened to. Just kidding. Eric, what is your random tangent of the day? It's uh, It's more of a thank you. I want to thank all of our listeners, all of our friends who continue to support us. This is us doing a podcast for a full year as of Monday. So round of applause. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, pretty, pretty amazing that we got this far because if you've been listening, we often just randomly give up on things in the middle of stuff, but we haven't given up on this. The general, yeah, we've given up on like a lot of things to do with the podcast, but we haven't given up on the show itself. So. So thank you. Um, yeah, thank you. Pat it's, yourself it, on the yeah. back. Yeah, you guys made it 55 episodes too. Hopefully, I mean, hopefully he made it 55 episodes. Oh, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Remember that you are beautiful. Spread positivity. Shine positivity. If your hands are cold this winter, easy product to go get is the Friction Gloves Warm Series. They're made for disc golf. Hi, disc golfers. They're great people. And we have a code for you. It's ONO20. You can get 20% off of your first pair or any product, really, that you want from their site. So go check them out. They're actually a pretty sweet company. Go follow us on Instagram. If you'd like, we also have a YouTube that we would really appreciate if you go follow. Even if it's just like a burner account that you don't usually subscribe to things. Hey, maybe you just go do it for me, please. Thank you. I mean, we yeah, merch we're still doing over at our Teespring store if you'd like to support the show. And it does, little by little. We have a wonderful episode 55 for you today. We are going to talk about our random disc golf life. We are going to recap the All-Star Weekend. And for our top five, we are going to do our top five on-air oh-no moments. Some of them will be cringy, some of them will be funny, some of them, most of them will be a little of both. That's how we roll. All right, I have my second tournament of the year coming up. It'll be this Saturday, the 19th, at Wicks Woods, Kyle's old home course. And I have... Jealous. Jealous, yeah. And I've been playing absolutely terrible there lately, so I'm just going to go over and say the goals that I have for there. 
There's 15 people in my division. I hope to finish top five. I know most of the people there that are in in MA2, so I feel like that's a pretty good goal. And I hope I only miss, I'm going to give myself four putts inside the circle. So I'm going to give myself two putts each round to miss inside the circle because I've been putting a lot, a lot, a lot. Are you feeling confident? No, not at all. (laughs) Nope. No, um, yeah, I don't know. I just haven't. Let be like the last three or four times I've been there, I feel like I've barely been able to get off the tee well. So I figured that's going to be. I think Wix is one of those places where you can go one day and shoot like an absolute blistering round, and then go back the next day and shoot the worst round you'll ever shoot there. So I'm just going to focus on the things. That I can, not that I can't control, you know, the disc. I just feel like it's just going to be to depend on what type of day it is for me. So I'm just going to focus on my putting mostly. And I figure if I hit, you know, most of my circle, like edge of circle and circle one putts, it'll keep me pretty close to the top of the board. If I had to pick a score, I'm just kind of aiming for even is like close to even par, you know, maybe one or two over or I mean one or two under. Is all is like going to be my goal. I'm not going to set it super high just because depending on the weather, no scores are going to be that high. So, right, just consistent. Yeah, we'll probably win or top five at least. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'd obviously love to win it, but there are some pretty good people playing in AM two. So yeah, fingers crossed, and you'll hear about it next week. How hey how I made out. We'll all be cheering you on, buddy. Yes. What uh, what do you do for putting practice? Kyle. Lately, I've been putting inside, so I have a good 23-foot putt, I think. Okay. It's not that far. Yeah. But I've just been, de- put, I put a bunch of blankets up and uh, just took the chains off and been putting at the pole. So, yeah, it's kind of been helping. If you could never miss a 20-foot putt, the amount of strokes you will really, like, take on people is is a lot. Like, you know, 20, 20 feet, especially when you're, like, actually practice putting. And, like, you hear 20 it's, feet. It's and you nice think, when it starts feeling like nothing. Yeah. But, like, you hear 20 feet and you think, oh, yeah, that should be nothing. But if when you're actually out on the course, that 20-foot putt feels a lot longer than 20 foot. Especially in a tournament. Yeah. Yep. It's nice to have that, like, automatic muscle memory. I do just a tiny little tweak with my wrist, so I'm putting a little bit more nose down for like almost all my putts. Okay. So, but uh, yeah, on average, I I did forget pretty much about the nose angle there for a minute. Yeah, I've been putting mostly kind of like nose up spin putts. So it's funny that we've been we kind of like chose two separate paths. It's not like super nose down. I would say it's like it's still a little bit nose up. But it's my other one was like way too nose up. So oh, okay, so just you're just bringing it down a little. It's just bit correct. More yeah, neutral. I'm just correcting it. Yep. Yeah. Gotcha. Makes sense. More controllable. So I'm fighting and less wobble to it a little bit. For sure. That's what I was really trying to. That's really what I was trying to get rid of. Uh, not get rid of, but you know, noticed with my with my nose up puts, they just kind of like hover right in there and then as soon as they catch the chains they just kind of flip back in like into the basket it's like they i don't know they don't have a big chance of spitting out it seems like but yeah not too much going on 
Yeah, we are both dealing with a hellacious winter right now. I don't know how bad Kyle's been, but... It's not been that bad. Oh, God, ours has been horrible. I I think technically I I had, like, mild frostbite when my fingers swole up a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah, I've just been kind of, like, I think a little bit extra sensitive to the cold since then. So I've been, like, really trying to keep him from from the cold, so... Christian Glove Warms, 20% off. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Just jump jump into an ad read. Yeah. So for for the weather for for the tournament, they're calling for rain Wednesday, snow Thursday, and then 20 degrees on Friday. So I'm sure it's going to be an ice skating rink. That sounds terrible. I mean, they're already, you know, they're obviously, it's the tournament, so they're really good about making sure the pads are shoveled, but everything in between that's crap shit, shoot, so, um, yeah, we'll just, we'll do our best and hope I don't fall and hurt myself. Yeah, just, uh, throw slow discs, you know what to do. Yep, slow and flippy. You've practiced in it, buddy. I have been playing in it for, I feel like two weeks now, it's been nothing but either lots of snow or ice, so. Game on! Yeah. <laughs> Since I talked to you guys last, I also picked up Scott Stokely's book, Growing Up Disc Golf. And if you like disc golf history, if you also grew up watching uh, Bam Margera, has nothing to do with Bam Margera, but his Scott Stokely's story reminds me a lot of Brandon Novak's story. So it's very interesting read. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but if you have time... Um, if you're into biographies and you're into disc golf, check it out. Eric, we'll, we may link that below if Eric remembers to put that in the show notes or, or put that in the outline, a link to it or something. Will do. On to the All-Star Weekend. All-Star! Live disc golf is back. Woo! Kinda. I enjoyed it. It was um, It was good. I think it could have been better. You know, there's always room for improvement. What I'm worried... Did you like this year versus last year? It was, yes, yeah, so they improved on last year. I mean, part of it just being, like, the course, you know, that they were at. Like, I don't have anything against Fallon Hills, but if there's a course that's just nothing but hyzers, it's that one. True. The skills challenge was the main thing. That was, like, I was, like, almost completely turn, turned off more attractive things, but I was almost completely just, like, didn't even want to watch it during the skills challenge. Uh, a couple things that were kind of stood out to me as as the least the worst things about it i guess was if you're gonna do a distance competition don't have out of bounds or at least have the out of bounds clearly defined like a line you know like a spray painted line or something yeah i feel like other constructive criticism would be make sure everybody knows what's going on before you start yes on what's that called i can't think of the name of it now again Day one, not even well, it was day one, but uh, press conference at the press conference, they had to explain to one of the captains how how the skills challenges was going to go. So this was day before it began, and they had to explain how the skills challenge were supposed to go, and he was supposed to pick a team later that day. So, so if they know. didn't know what they were doing, how were we supposed to know? Yeah, and then yeah, in the skills challenge, in the um shot shaping thing one the camera work could have been a lot better two give them time to practice those i don't know because it was like i felt like they should have been pretty decently easy shots 
it was just, it was it was kind of odd for the shot shaping. The shot shaping could be done better. I don't know how to do it. I don't want them to completely remove the skills challenge, but take this that you guys did and improve on it. The putting was awesome. I really enjoyed watching the putting. Putting was fun. Yeah. It was almost it was like the closest to like like the the three point shootouts for like basketball was like the that was like the closest. And we don't have we're not basketball. We don't have to be basketball, but I feel like the putting was something that someone who doesn't play disc golf could watch and think, you know, like think it was kind of cool. I don't know. I, I didn't mind, I guess, the skills thing. It, it was okay. It, uh, okay, maybe like I'll pose it like this. How how would you like them to change it? Or... Oh, okay. So the thing I thought of is get the 16 best MPO, FPO, or 12, or whatever the number was. It was 12, right? Well, 14 after they added in the wild cards. It's a whole new other story. But get the yeah, top right. people in the world, MPO, FPO, and then match them up on teams like number one MPOs with like the number 16 FPO and the number one FPOs with like the number 16 MPO and have them do challenges together. If you want to keep the skills challenge and then do like, you know, best shot doubles with them together and do it that way. I thought that would be really cool. Or, you know, they could skip the skills challenge. They should do. And I wouldn't be that Take the 14 best players in the world. And then take the 14 worst PDGA rated players in the world <laughs> doubles. And we're going to go ahead and well, we're shot doubles and we're going to, yeah, that'll be worth what? Like some PDGA points or something. There you go. That uh, I'm going to start tanking at, at all of my things to become the worst rated. <laughs> Count it. PDGA member. Then. Now I want to know. How that would go? No, who is the worst? No, there's got to be a way to look it up. I don't know. If you ain't first, you're last, so it really doesn't matter. Touching back on the skills challenge, I like Valerie and I like Nate and I like Terry Miller for the most part. But for the skills challenge, you at least need someone who's like very excitable and like you know having fun with it, not just commenting on what's going on. Like you need to kind of play it up a little bit more because we're just watching. You know, like the same thing. Get some people who are not used to being in the booth and just want to tell stories and are entertaining themselves too. Yeah, like us. That's call what, us. I think that's what you're getting at. Yeah, call call us, guys. We'll do it. Fuck yeah, we would. We'll tone down the swearing too. Pinky just swear. for you guys. Just kidding. I would say fuck a lot on there. Dude, Terry Miller told us all that a tree would suck his dick on air all right it happened it's a real thing that happened anyway allegedly allegedly touching on the what happened at the at the things in the fpo side some of the most notable moments is lisa fakus and jessica weiss took almost took down so close to taking down heather young and Paige pierce's team in doubles which, when I seen Paige Pierce and Heather Young were partners, I thought it was over for basically anybody because Paige Pierce can throw far and Heather Young can putt like a maniac. It's a really good duo. Yeah. But they almost they ended up tying. And when you tie in this, you just get half a point. You split a point, which another thing I think they could do, change, whatever. 
is not leave leave a tie, you know, like have them have them finish it. Playoff. Yeah. Sudden death. All brings me into the Heather Young. Brings me into my next point, which is Heather Young is crazy putting. She scored almost better than almost all of the guys, except for two. I think two or three guys were the only ones who scored better than her. She was really, really good. Yeah. That was one part that I got to catch. Yeah, she was was nasty. Freaking nasty. Sarah Holcomb, in her offseason, developed a serviceable backhand, like where she can use it off the tee. She's used it for scramble shots the past year, but... Now she threw it off the tee, which is pretty cool. And then Haley King was not what we expected out of Haley King. And I think so. she grew up in Wisconsin, which would be a lot like Michigan golf. And I think she learned how to throw the line that was most suited for the hole. But when you, she's given that big open air, she doesn't know what to throw. And she she just got a new sponsor, so she's you know probably testing out discs and stuff too. But I think overall we'll always see her better in the woods than on golf disc than on golf courses. We'll see, but unless she like practices a lot with that. Yeah, I was trying to think of what her big wins were last year and where they were. I know she had three national tour wins, but I don't remember every one that she no idea won. I know one was Texas States, which was like super heavy wooded. So I don't know. I'm going with that. And I feel it because if I just have like a bunch of open air and a basket, I like, I just like, I don't even know what to do. I lose my mind. It did take a while to get used to that here. Yeah. So it's pretty wild. In the end, um, so from draft day, I thought Paige Pierce was going to Paige Pierce's team was going to run away with it but there was sort of an upset upset not really cuz it's still the best 14 women in the world but Katrina's team won beat Paige's Pierce Paige Pierce's team 7 points to 6 so real close one right down to the end pretty crazy now heading on over to the MPO side I just want to say to Eagle and Nate Doss that I told them so, because as I was watching it, they were talking about who the first pick should be, and everyone was saying Chris Dickerson, Chris Dickerson, Chris Dickerson, while I was saying Kyle Klein, Kyle Klein, Kyle Klein, and Kyle Klein beat Chris Dickerson in a head-to-head today. I like them both. Big time. But if you've been paying attention in the episodes, we talk a lot about Kyle Klein. Big fans. Yep. Nico got a skip ace. Yes, Nico threw an absolutely sick ace. It was uh, the first ace of the year. You know how long it was? It was over 500. It's 526 feet, and he just picked up that disc on his way to the tournament from a friend let him borrow it. Those are the best discs. Now his friend has to let him keep it because that's the rules. Well, obviously, I think he was going to let him keep it, but he said borrowed. Them's the rules. <laughs> Conrad, James Conrad and Ezra Aderhold were paired for the doubles on Saturday, and they're probably one of the best double teams I've ever, ever seen. Yeah, they were so good together. Because Conrad's just Ezra so was smooth. Just on, and e- yeah, Ezra's just bombs. <laughs> he's so. a really, you know, you can just kind of tell he's on a different level 
I mean, I I'm gonna I think it's gonna be a really good year for him. He has recently brought his brother to start touring with him full time. So he's gonna be like his full time caddy and handle a lot of like his social media and YouTube stuff. So now I think Ezra can just focus on nothing but disc golf. Focus on his game. And yeah, so that's gonna be really sweet. We're also big Ezra fans, if you haven't been listening. You, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but Ezra threw like a six fifty, seven hundred foot roller on a par four, and then Conrad shot in the jump putt from like ninety feet out for the eagle. So it's like it's their job or something. Yeah. <laughs> They're crazy. They're crazy. Also, Eagle is still nursing his injury and he's not throwing sidearms, so he just taught himself lefty and he throws he's been working on that. Better lefty than I think most of them do. You know, most of them at least like, you know, have something for it, yeah. Yeah. But he he actually has a good one. Yeah, he almost parked a I mean, it's like parked for him, but 360 foot shot just easy you know it made it look so easy whereas like you know i can throw 360 but to make sure it's going to land in the circle isn't always going to happen for me this was an exciting match it came down to calvin and eagle hole 18 was one stroke away one point away calvin had to beat eagle for the last point so their his team would win eagle throws it in from did you watch the throw in no Okay, it was like a, I'm going to guess 70, 75 maybe foot, like, I mean, it was a jump putt, but at the same time, it was more of a throw in. It was like obstructed. He had like a tree like in his, in his, right in his face. So he had to like do this weird, like dip down and like jump out from under the tree putt and cans it. No problem. Look, he makes it look so easy. He starts running it in like almost immediately, but unfortunately... Calvin, all he had was a 25-foot putt and cans that. Calvin team, Calvin's team went on to win also seven points to six. Can't say it wasn't exciting. I'm super excited to see Calvin on social media more because he's funny. I don't think he likes social media very much. He doesn't, but I think he knows. He probably has someone doing it for him, but... He knows to really push his brand, he needs to build up like his social media presence. I don't understand how people like social media. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've met, you know, we've met great people through it, but. But it's a cesspool. Yeah. I'm sure if we tried hard enough, we could meet a lot of bad people through it, too. Yep. But positivity brings positivity. So. You got two more weeks until live disc golf again. So. Put it on your calendars. I'm freaking excited. Las Vegas challenge. Are we going to see Eagle take it down, throwing righty and lefty? Is Ezra Aderhold going to take Ezra down Ezra is going to throw an 1100 rated round. Yeah, he's got he's to improve from last year. Yeah, you said the Ricky thing to improve, so I'm going to go. I'm going to go ahead and call it right now. Ezra's going to improve. Nice. I don't know if it's possible, but. <laughs> If it does, we are going to see some amazing disc golf. What if he shoots an 18 down at the Wild Horse course? I don't even know if that's the name of the course. I just said it and assumed. He's just going to go to a course, call it Wild Horse, and shoot 18 down. Well, you'd love to see it. Well, count us down. 
three, two, one. Top, Top five. five. Oh, yeah. For our top five this week, we picked our top five on-air Ono moments. So these are the moments pretty that good. made the episode. We think they're funny. They might not be funny to everybody, but we were also, I don't want to say embarrassed. Embarrassed isn't the right word. I made the title of the episode most of these. Yeah. You know, we weren't embarrassed by it. Yeah, embarrassed isn't the right words, but we just like thought about it <laughs> a lot more after that than we should have. <laughs> so if you go back and you listen to our Easter shenanigans episode, I don't know how it came about. We were doing a top five for our favorite Easter candies, <laughs> and Kyle called us the Candy Boys. We're the Candy Boys. And after that, I wouldn't let it die. I don't know if it, how many episodes, if it made it into any episodes after that, but I kept I saying it up, and I kept bringing it up, and then we'd go into laughing fits. Because it's so stupid and so funny. That was definitely one of the first, like, uh, callback reoccurring jokes. Yeah, because yeah, it's early. Laugh uncontrollably. It's early. Yeah. So we are the Candy Boys, and we will always be the Candy Boys, and there's nothing that anyone can do about it. Now we have to start a boy band. <laughs> Number four. And we're going to have all of these episodes in the show notes, just so you're aware. Casey. In case you want to check it out for yourself and you decide. Yeah, but this sounds like an episode for you. So I said, fuck Innova. <laughs> so if that sounds like it's for you, go check that out. <laughs> it's not even just the fuck Innova part. It's We talk for like three episodes <laughs> after just, Tony this was is said. the most Innova guy ever. And I like Innova too. So it was just like an anti, you know, I was just saying it to... To rile up the yeah. feathers, I don't know. We all th- we all three of us throw some type of innova, but for some reason, once you know, it's one of those things. Kyle brought it up. <laughs> I think we just promoted it so much that yeah. it was like eventually. I was like, nah, we have to do something negative for it. Equal that out. Yeah. So it worked. <laughs> so fuck innova. Yeah, fuck innova. If you like that, go check that out. Our third Ono moment was our unhealthy love for Nico in the Weast Side Discs episode. We were... Which was the funniest joke ever told on the podcast so far. Just wanted to go ahead and state that. So in the episode, we picked a top five. We did our top five boldest claims for the 2022 season. And we somehow, on Kyle's side of the list... Yeah, my, every single one of mine. Had something to do with Nico. <laughs> like, Nico wasn't even written on the list in some of them. And it just somehow always kept coming back to Nico. It, he just fit in all of them. <laughs> like, one was like, who was the most likely to have, you know, be in a fist fight on the course. There's a bunch of other really good ones, but it was a good time. Oh my god, I completely forgot. Nico announced his sponsorship right on air. Just like, almost like I thought he was just going to show up at All-Star Weekend and just start throwing his new discs. He just 
press conference came around and announced his sponsorship. And I think that's like so funny and kind of awesome. But he's sponsored with Clashed Discs, which is out of Finland. They have a small lineup, so he's allowed an open bag, which uh, when I was talking to my friends, I kind of thought Nico might go somewhere where he could get an open bag. I just didn't know where, obviously. Anyway, moving on. A different country, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought he was going to make his own disc company. So West Side Discs. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Maybe it's in the works. Maybe. Number two. Again, if you, we'll have these in the show notes. So if you like the, you like what you hear, go ahead and check that out. So we went and we talked about white supremacy <laughs> for about <laughs> nothing good. We didn't say. Yeah, we were really negative about it. Yeah, about we were like, it, "Fuck white supremacy." Just to be clear, but we talked about it for way too long. We're a disc golf podcast, and it just kept coming up no matter what we did. It was funny. I did get two messages about people that said they thought it was funny. So hopefully, hey. hopefully, well, there the we people go. Who didn't message me also thought it was funny as well. Yeah, but, I mean, and now here we are, a disc golf podcast talking about white supremacy again. <laughs> Full circle. We'll keep it short this time. Yeah, moving Fuck on. White supremacy. Moving on. Do you want to tell them the episode it was on? What is even happening right now? Yeah, so if that doesn't give it away, then yes. I don't know what will. Uh, so we have some honorable mentions, too, because me and Kyle are really good friends, and we somehow have a hard time keeping it together while we're recording sometimes. said yeah. sometimes twice. Um, so our sometimes. honorable mentions, I'll go with the first one, and Kyle can say the second one. The first right. one is... Kyle casually mentioned to me before we started recording how many times I say um. And then it's pretty early on. It was a million times worse that episode. I couldn't stop. I couldn't. It was like every other word was um, 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 it was um. So often. Uh, and uh, so now Kyle knows to just not bring it up. Because and he was the, the really funny thing about that episode in particular was that once you would say it, I'd you would stop. say something after. Yeah, you'd like, usually you just say it, but it's like. It's how people talk. It's pe- like people, they right, need that. But you were just like laughing about it. So I had to leave them all in. I know. I get it. That's, and then again, that's why, that's why Kyle doesn't bring it up anymore. <laughs> he just, yeah, I just, he let just him. either leaves the ums in or cuts them out quietly and I don't, I don't have to hear about it. I cut them out quietly. Cause then it's worse. Don't tell Eric. <laughs> uh, the other one was we tried we tried to do an in person episode. We talked about it. Uh, when was that? When you were home for wedding. So I think it was like June or July. Yeah. But anyway, we we smoked way too you know, a little bit too much weed, and uh, man, got really uh, <laughs> giggly. We laughed uncontrollably for... For like three hours. Yeah. And we recorded a good hour of it, thinking that we could somehow push through it. And it just never happened. We just kept... Char- <laughs> like, retake. All right, let's try it again. <laughs> like, It was so bad. 
Eventually, yeah, we, yeah, and and dude, we actually thought we put out like enough normalness to like make a full episode. We had enough content, but it was not. It would it wouldn't have made an episode. You could tell. Yeah. <laughs> Every time we just like looked at each other, <laughs> just died laughing. It, it was we've never tried to do it in person, pod. You know. Yeah. We learned a lot. No, we didn't. <laughs> no, we didn't. We're going to do one eventually. Don't you worry. Give it time. Yeah. We just talked about it way too much, too, on the episode before. Yeah, we built it up so much. <laughs> that was the real funny part. <laughs> yeah. We were pretty pumped to try it, and then it was just like... It turned out so bad. Imagine uh, just like a laugh track, but just us. The whole time. Yeah, it was laughing. so bad. All right, last, our number one on the top five on-air Ono moments. Yep, and this one, this one is a little embarrassing. It's whatever, it's done, but we were embarrassed. I was embarrassed at the time. I don't know how It just made us seem unprofessional, where all the other ones were like, you know, that's just us being us. But this one made us look unprofessional. Yep. So, we had AJ Risley, AJ Risley on as our guest, and... We had no idea Zoom calls were only, you were only allowed 45 minutes of a Zoom call, and it'll kick you off. So we had AJ Risley on, and 45 minutes in, goodbye AJ Risley. Yep. <laughs> Definitely not at the end of our interview. It was no right in the basically middle. in the middle of it. And the problem was that it had allowed us to do it in the past. Because yeah. of the pandemic, but then they stopped doing that for free. So, and greedy. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, he didn't make a big deal about it. We, you know, called him back, finished the interview, had a blast with him. But after he left, after the interview was over, me and Kyle just looked at ourselves like we're idiots. Yeah. It was just like, oh, like that couldn't have gone, you know, that couldn't have been perfect. Like, come on. Yeah. But... Everything else went well. Yeah. Yep. Being fun, fun with AJ Risley, and but that was definitely a, a, in the moment. It's like, oh shit! How do I get another link to him? Where's his email? Like, <laughs> yeah. And that was on uh, episode number seventeen. Welcome, professional disc golfer Risby Junior. Is that what it is? Something like that. Episode seventeen. Check it out. I think, I don't want to say this out loud, but I'm going to anyway. He was the best at answering our wild questions that we come up with for our guests. Like, it's like he it's like he thinks about those questions on a daily basis, so he has an answer. We should see if he wants to come back on. He does a podcast now. Oh my gosh. We should go on his pod. Well, he probably doesn't want us on his podcast, but. Yeah, they well, they do it all in person. It's uh, him, Danny Lindenhall, Eric McCabe. And Anthony, and then I don't think he's on like everyone, but it just like you know whoever's at the warehouse at the time will be on gotcha. the podcast. Yeah. Well, AJ, if you're listening, get a hold anytime, of us. man. Welcome back. That's our top five on air Ono oh moments from the 2022 from season one, right? Because now we can like start a new season because it's been a full year. Wow. Oh my god, I didn't even think about that. Season 2 of the Ono oh Disc Golf Podcast coming to your ear holes soon. Next next week, right? Yes. So put your seat in a butt 
and you get ready for some more oh no moments. <laughs> uh, you think we're ever going to get good? I mean, we're better. So at some point we have to get good, right? That's what I keep telling myself in disc golf anyway. Right. That No, I mean, I was talking about, you know, it. it's parallel podcasting and disc golf. We, we mm-hmm. I don't know if we're going to get good, but we'll get we're better. trying, guys. Um, thank you guys again for joining us for our one year episode, episode 55, where we talked about our disc golf for the week. We talked about the all-star weekend and gave you a quick recap and what we thought. And we gave you our top five on air. Oh, no moments from season one. I like saying that it feels so cool. Oh, the season thing. Yeah. <laughs> again, thanks for listening. We would still be doing this without you guys, but you make it a whole lot more exciting when people are listening. Cause... Yeah, and we will always want more people to listen, too. It's, it's a good good thing. So tell your friends. If you can, uh, if you're listening on Spotify, you can give us a thumbs up. Leave us a follow. If you're on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and subscribe and leave us a review if you could. That'd be super nice. That's episode 55. I got nothing. Eric? See you guys next week. And we'll catch you on the flip side.